Welcome to Courtney for Life, a podcast created to elevate your way of life and guide you to eat with balance, lift with passion, and live with intent. I'm your host, Courtney Estricki, an entrepreneur, nutrition coach, sponsored athlete, and burger head. Now let's dig into this episode. This episode is sponsored by Santivia. You know that I only support and promote products that I truly believe in and use, and Santivia is no different. Santivia water systems help restore ordinary tap water to clean, great-tasting, mineralized water. Santivia water systems have been used in my home for over four years now, and I absolutely love their products. I have their countertop system, water pitcher, power pouches, alkaline sticks, and water bottles that I use every single day, even on vacation. What I love most about their filters is that you can actually taste the difference when ordinary tap water has been filtered. The Santivia Gives Back program helps fund projects all over the world like orphanages in Thailand, water projects in Haiti, and even local communities. Visit Santivia.com to find out more. Hey strong friends, welcome to episode 8 of the Courtney for Life podcast. So earlier this week, I did an Instagram stories poll, which is a new feature if you haven't yet tried it out. I asked if my listeners would rather hear an episode about types of goals or what my day looks like. And I was honestly surprised that people wanted to know what a day in the life of me is like. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And we're going to dive right in and get going. So I'm an early freaking bird. My day usually starts around 5 or 6 a.m. and that's mostly just my internal alarm clock going off. I find that I am so productive and full of energy, intentions, and hustle in the morning that once I open my eyes, I'm up. My brain just starts going. And honestly, sometimes that kind of sucks because it can be like 4 o'clock in the morning. A couple nights ago, I woke up at 4.15 a.m. My brain started going and I was like, all right, I'm up. So yeah, um, once I'm awake, basically my brain just starts going. And it's not like overwhelming, oh my god, I have so much to do today. It's more like, all right world, what do we get to do today? Let's make things happen. So definitely a positive mindset when I wake up. Lots of positive intentions and a good focus. I try not to roll over and look at my phone screen first thing in the morning, but if I do, I make sure that I do not open any social media or like emails or texts first thing in the morning. I'll check the weather, I don't know, like read a horoscope, maybe even start my day with a headspace meditation session or read a Bible verse. Something to do with positivity tied to it. You know, like get a positive intention in your head, start the day with good intentions, a good focus, and that's usually how I have like amazing days. Um, I never wanna start my day with stress that comes from overnight emails. I used to do that and nothing good ever comes out of that. So just a little tip, if you do wake up in the morning and usually look at your phone, try not to go on social media or start checking messages. So depending on my daily schedule, um, the actual time itself or the weather, I've been trying to go out for like little walks in the morning, nothing too long, like 15, 20 minutes, but it's like really dark in the mornings lately, so those aren't happening much anymore. I have a gym on my home property. It's detached about 600 square foot studio where I spend about two to three hours each morning during the weekdays training my one-on-one clients. 
If you follow me on Instagram, then that's where I film like 80 to 90% of my workouts. That's all my home gym. All of my clients follow custom strength training programming with modifications where needed to assist with their goals. Most of my clients are general population, so no, I guess, experienced athletes, but they're all so much fun to work with. Everyone's so different, and they're really all my friends who I've built really trusting relationships with. So that's usually kind of how my mornings go. Once those clients have been served, I usually spend a couple hours tackling my inbox while sipping on one of my many coffees. Breakfast will be had in there as well. I'm a person of habit and I tend to follow like a really similar daily diet routine with a few small modifications here and there. Breakfast for the most part is a bowl of oats with shredded zucchini, protein powder, eggs, and cereal on top. For the macroers that care, that meal is usually around like 30, 40, 10, so 30 protein, 40 carbs, 10 fats. I'll talk more about my macros in a bit though. So once the inbox has relatively been taken care of, I'll tackle a few small daily tasks that I've set for myself because I am such a to-do lister. And then close to around 11 a.m., I'll have my pre-workout snack. That's usually in the form of like rice cakes with a protein pudding on top and some honey or jam, something. Something that's like a simple carb that's easy to digest before my lift. And that's usually about 15 protein, 45 carb, and then maybe five fat. That's kind of the breakdown. I spend somewhere around 90 to 120 minutes, so about an hour and a half to two hours in the gym for my lifts. That includes my warm up and sometimes a little cool down session at the end or like some light cardio, um, rowing, skipping, kettlebell, something of that nature. Afterwards, I have my post-workout meal, which usually looks like a big bowl of ice cream and cereal, Canadian protein powder made up into a smoothie bowl, and you can get that recipe on my YouTube channel, Courtney for Life. And currently some nice cream that's uh, basically like a pure banana ice cream, which is super delicious. That is by Chimp Treats and then cereal on top. Um, although I do try to eat within 30 minutes post-workout, we know from my episode three podcast that the anabolic window doesn't really exist. That is just based on my meal timing and schedule. So macros for that meal are usually around 30 protein, 50 carbs, and usually no fats. After my workouts each day almost always look different from day to day. The next three to five hours I'll tend to spend in my home office, usually taking care of outstanding emails, follow-ups, client programs, preparation, content planning, you name it, I'm probably doing it. Then other things like creating content like these podcasts, which I just said, um, working on my client portal that I'm trying to launch right now, new programming like my intuitive eating, which is currently in beta testing, and then like around town for errands. So that, that's usually different day to day. I do have a Fitbit and one of my favorite features is its hourly reminder for 250 steps. Now, I don't know if 250 is automatic or if it's something based on stats, I have no idea. It used to drive me nuts when I first got it, but now I've learned that it's actually a very good thing because otherwise I would spend hours like four, five, six hours nonstop at my desk until I realized I was like hangry. So it's a nice little hourly reminder to get my butt off the chair and go for a little walk, even if it's just like a couple laps around the house. So my next meal, usually in the afternoon, is like an early dinner consisting of like a whack ton of veggies. Hello, micronutrients. 
and meat and some fat. So I don't know, like eggs and zucchini or turkey breast with avocado oil, mayo, carrots, cauliflower, something packed full of nutrients. Um, I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna give the macro breakdown on that because again I will talk about macros afterwards. Um, after that, again, more like random things, emails, client programs, newsletters, showering, all that adult stuff. My last meal of the day is similar to a post-workout smoothie bowl, just a lot smaller, a lot less carbs. The base of that, again, is Canadian protein, protein powder, and then cereal on top to cap off any outstanding macros. So macros, I've talked about my macros numerous times, but so many people have this weird obsession knowing what my macros are. And I don't know if it's something that has like been brought up by social media or why people care to know about other people's macros because just because my macros are set the way they are does not mean that they are going to work for other people. I'm not saying they won't work, but to say, I don't know, I'm getting carried away, but if you see like a fitness competitor online and you're like, I wanna look like her, I wonder what her macros are, if you start eating their macros, it does not mean you're going to turn into that person. But anyway, people wanna know what my macros are, so I'm giving the people what they wanna know. So I'm on carb cycling, which means I eat more carbs on my training days than my rest days. My protein is consistent every day at 135 grams, and the same goes for my fats at about 40 grams. Carb cycling looks around 230 carbs on my training days, and I allocate about 50 to 60% of that total intake between my pre and post workout meals. Rest day carbs are a hell of a lot lower, and that is because when I'm not in the gym and working out, I'm literally sitting on my butt all day. So I really don't need any energy. Um, so my carb intake on rest days is about 140. This changes almost weekly as I've tried to continually increase my caloric intake and because I am prepping for powerlifting competition in a few weeks, trying to make sure weight stays in a good place. So those are going to change on a very consistent basis. Um, the reason why I do try to increase them so much is because I want to help improve my metabolism, utilize more carbs on a daily basis, which means that if and when the time comes where I do need to cut, I have a really good caloric like pool to take from. This is what smart dieting looks like, and really it's not dieting at all, it's just being mindful and smart about nutritional intake. As for my training, which again, I've talked about many times before in social media posts, I'll give you a little breakdown of what my training currently looks like. Again, I'm a few weeks out, about just under four weeks out from my next powerlifting competition, so training is very, very serious right now. Um, so I work out three days in a row, take one rest day, and repeat that. So I go through six training days, so it's like three, one, three, one, and then I repeat that, I guess, eight-day cycle. I focus on squat, bench press, and deadlift, and then accessory lifts. I squat five days a week, I bench four days a week, and I deadlift usually twice a week. Each day has different accessory focuses like upper body push, upper body pull, legs, um, core exercises are in there a couple times a week, but we know that doing ab exercises won't give us a ripped midsection. That's all in our diet, folks. 
At the end of my days, I do try my best to wind down as much as possible. So things like I will stop answering emails at a certain time. I try to disconnect quite a bit from social media. That just helps like turn my brain off so that it can sleep and I can get a good night's sleep. I am well rested so that when I wake up in the morning, I can be all chippy and positive and <laughs> be productive in the mornings. Um, I do take some, time, some bedtime supplements like melatonin, which I get from Canadian Protein. So that's basically like a run through of my day. Um, again, the days change on a daily basis just because I am my own boss, things come up, new clients, new programs, lots and lots of things happen on a daily basis. So for me to stay organized, I do have a few tools that I keep on hand and apply daily. First is my planner. I use a handwritten planner that helps me track my daily, weekly, and monthly tasks. And I also use it to plan my social media content because really that's important personally and on a business. So I wanna make sure that I stay focused on these posts every week. I use my iPad also, um, which I really only, only use for tracking my personal workouts and one-on-one -on -one training clients, but I do have a calendar in there as well. So the iPad and my handwritten planner all get aligned each week to make sure I don't overbook, which still seems to happen once in a while. And another tool that I've used and I've talked about before is my Headspace app. So although that doesn't directly help keep my schedule organized, it helps me to have a clear mind and an uncluttered brain each day. So sometimes when I do feel overwhelmed and I have tons of work to do and I feel like I shouldn't stray away from my work, that's usually when I will stop and take even like a three minute break. Do a quick little Headspace session, refocus my energy, helps me get a little more in tune with my breathing, and then I can kind of get back to work and be way more productive. It has been a huge help for me over the last 10 months since I've started that. Again, that is the Headspace app that I use. So learning to stay focused and organized each day takes a lot of practice. It's not about being perfect, but being persistent and honest. And really that goes with anything in life. Sure, things are gonna change every day and that's okay, but when you go into each day or each week with positive intentions and a game plan, I promise things get done so much easier. When you're at work or supposed to be focused, stop wasting time and be productive. Eliminate distractions like being on social media or mindlessly scrolling, which we are all guilty of, myself included, and focus on the task at hand. Don't multitask. That is a huge thing that I have learned. Do one thing at a time, own it, complete it, and then move on to the next task. I promise it will make a huge difference. And before I wrap this up, there's one of my favorite quotes that I continually repeat to myself, which is create the life you love and the schedule that works best for you. That is how I focus my days. Well, that is my podcast today on what my day looks like. I hope it brought a little more insight to you if you're interested in what the heck I do on a daily basis when I'm not working out because there is a lot more than just working out. So if you do have any questions, if there's anything outstanding that I didn't talk about, send me a message. You can message me on Instagram. You can email me, visit my website tons and tons of ways you can get a hold of me. Check out those Santivia products because you can probably pick them up at your local grocery store. 
And thank you for listening to me today. Thank you for hanging out with me today. And we will talk later. Have a strong day, friends. Thank you so much for joining me. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss upcoming episodes. For more beyond this podcast, including my blog, coaching inquiries, and program information, visit my website at CourtneyForLife.com. For daily inspiration for health, fitness, and overall well-being, follow me on Instagram at CourtneyForLife underscore or search hashtag CourtneyForLife. Until next time.